It's the Sticks and Bricks podcast where we take a look at all the parts, pieces, and situations that come up every single day in your home building business so you can listen, learn, and take action to build a business that's as strong as your homes. I'm your host, Brad Hubbard. Thanks for listening. I'm excited and admittedly nervous about this week's episode because it really drudges up some old memories of mine that weren't so pleasant. In early 2017, I found myself at a critical and unpleasant time in my home building career. Never fully recovering from the great housing recession, we decided to close the doors to our family home building businesses. It was a dark time for me personally, and I found myself trying to figure out what I was going to do next in my life. One of my wife's friends gave me the name of today's guest, John Sattler, as a person who could help me figure out my next career move. It had been over 20 years since I considered looking for a new job, and at the time I wasn't even sure if I wanted to stay in the home building industry. Fortunately, I worked with John, and he was able to get me unstuck and get me out of my own head to see the strengths and skills that I had, and how they should be marketed to my next employer. He helped me develop a plan, and I was fortunate enough to land a really great job with a home building software company, using my vast knowledge and experience to help home builders all across North America. I figured I might not be the only one who has ultimately found themselves looking for a new job after a long period of time, and others may want to hear of ways professional job strategists could help them find a job through a similar process, especially in the home building industry. And that's exactly what this week's episode is all about. So no need to dilly-dally anymore, a new job might be in your future after all, so let's jump right into my interview with John Sattler. Hey, John, thanks for reconnecting with me, and, and I really appreciate you coming on the Sticks and Bricks podcast with me. Thank you. Glad to be here, Brad. You know that the Sticks and Bricks podcast is for home building, and a lot of folks don't necessarily know you, and probably it's because you're not necessarily in the home building industry per se. Uh, you're in the job search industry. Is that an appropriate term for the industry that that you would categorize yourself in, I guess. Yes, yes, and I, I, it's a, it's a great, uh, it's a great point because um, what I do is really runs across a lot of industries. Um, I'm, you know, a, re- a resume writer, a LinkedIn profile writer, but I also work with a certain demographic audience, helping them advance in their careers. And as you know, coming from uh, being a home builder and what you do now. Most of the time, most business owners are looking for great help. Sure. And, um, and I feel like uh, we make a pretty good contribution to that. So that, that's why I'm here. And one other little thing is I was an uh, executive recruiter for about 13 years. And in that space, I recruited for people like Certainty and, and oh. um, ours and some of the, you know, the um, building product companies. So I have somewhat of a segue into the industry that way. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. And I, I wanted to kind of bring that up because, again, if folks didn't necessarily know who you were uh, offhand, they wanted to get a little bit of the history. And um, I really wanted to introduce the reason why I wanted to reconnect with you, bring you on as a guest here. Uh, we worked together in the past. And uh, it was a, a time that uh, was not the greatest of times for me. We had uh, home building businesses that were closing. I was not in the right frame of mind at that point, not sure what I wanted to do, not sure which way to turn. And I got your name actually from a contact or a mutual friend of the families that had nothing to do with home building. They just said, hey, if you really need to kind of brush up your skills, John Sattler is the person to talk to. So that's how I found you. That's, that's good to know. That's great to know. I, uh, I re- and I remember, too, that you had called me, and I think it was around this time of the year, 
and you were just you know thinking about doing this and then but we didn't start working together until a year later when you called again but i remembered you i remembered you and it was uh, i'm glad you did i think we had a great outcome Good. Yeah. No, I, I think that was really good there too. And, and really, I think I kind of had to go through a process. Um, like I said, it was dark, dark time for me and wasn't sure if I was completely burnt out, said the heck with home building, wanted to do something else. But you kind of really helped me through it. And I'll say it here because it's, it's kind of humorous, but I swear somehow, even though we talked on the phone, we never really met in person, uh, you somehow had a virtual couch for me to lay down on. <laughs> so you served as psychologist there for a while. And I really, really appreciate that fact too, because you really helped me kind of go through a whole bunch of different things in my head. And I don't know if that's common or not, or, you know, for the folks you typically work with. Well, it's, again, I have this habit of saying that's a great question because I think most questions aren't great. But no, you know, we have this joke in our industry about the 22 year old life coach, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, and I'm, I'm older than that now. And, and I think with maturity and reading and just, just being in my career for, you know, 25 plus years, yes, mo you know, careers are a big deal in people's lives. And, you know, it's your day to day life that we're talking about here. It's about providing for people's families. It's about what you have to face when you get out of bed every morning. It's about how you're fulfilled, you know, personally. So there's a lot going on there. And when I switch from just doing resumes to offering, um, you know, different sort of tiers of service in job search, mm. you know, I, I had had enough experiences. Uh, the negative ones contributed just enough uh, as well as the positive ones to kind of understand where people were coming from. You know, I'd been there. I'd been, you know, not wanting to get out of bed to go to my job. And I, I had been, you know, all my energy was gone by the time I turned the key in the car, you know, to leave sure. the driveway. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people who are really good and really happy in their jobs, but there's a lot of people who feel unfulfilled. And, and there's a spectrum there from totally miserable to, you know, I know that I'm more valuable than this. I know I have more to contribute to. And those are the people that, um, that I work with. So, uh, and I think, you know, our family of origin thing, not to go into that much, but you know, I think there were some commonalities there um, that, that, you know, we were able to share. And it just worked really well. But I found when we dig into that a little bit, not to the point where it's real uncomfortable, but if we, we just kind of clear the desk and get clear on what's going on and where we want to go, we usually have a really good outcome. No, and I would agree with that too. There were some uh, activities you had me go through, um, you know, some questions that had to answer, really put some thought into, pour everything I could think of onto a piece of paper. And I think that really, or I know it really helped me uh, kind of pull everything together because I think, do you think a lot of folks maybe that are in a position that they're looking to maybe get out of or just look for something different at that point, do you think they sometimes you know, can't see the, you know, the trees in front of their face? You know, most of the time people feel like, you know, push comes to shove, there really isn't a way out. And, you know, again, um, if you're a, a, a spouse um, providing the, the sole income for your household mm -hmm. or, you know, Again, if you're a major income contributor to your household, you know you have a family, um, or if you're single and you know you have bills, no matter where you are, 
if you're in, you know, you, you have a job, you've been in the job for a while and you're not fulfilled, the longer you're there and the longer you're thinking those thoughts, the deeper entrenched um, you kind of get and the more difficult it is to, to um, lift ourselves out of it. We have this saying called self can't fix self. So usually, you know, the brain that kind of got you there right. usually isn't the brain that can lift you out. And, 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 and that's true for me. And that's true for most anybody. So again, sometimes it just takes, you know, somebody with some real expertise mm-hmm. who has the evidence that yes, there is a way out. Yes, there is an answer. However, to get there, we have to go through a process. And if you're willing to do that, you're willing to invest something in your career and you're willing to take direction. Absolutely. There's a way out. And you know, you're a perfect example of that. Well, thank you. And it's nice to know that what I experienced there, even though, you know, the extenuating circumstances are somewhat there, but just the process of trying to say, Hey, what do I want to do kind of next? I'm not alone. And that's really nice. So what I want to do is kind of bring this around because certainly you know, before I uh, bring out the tissues and rehash all, all the old things here as well, you know, certainly I want to kind of bring this around to, hey, home builders themselves, they have a lot of turnover. Uh-huh. Owners, hiring managers are always looking for new positions to fill. Always. Uh-huh. I mean, it just happens. It's the nature of our industry. It's the nature of a lot of industries today is, is we know people hop from job to job sometimes. I own, a, um, you know, home building business as well would always be looking for different positions that opened up at different times. And I would always be dismayed, I guess, a, a little discouraged that you know, anytime I got resumes across my desk, I'd always be looking for folks who had experience in the home building industry. Uh-huh. And um, now that I look back to this, and certainly after discussions that we've had, you know, I was in a smaller market. We have maybe two to three other builders of any size in the area. So I don't really know what I expected. And, um, you know, I don't know why I expect to get other home builders or people with home building backgrounds for that. So uh, this is really why I kind of wanted to talk to you. And again, why I wanted to say up front, you're not necessarily, or you aren't just specific to the home building industry. You've certainly had some experience in the past. You work with people in all types of industries. But as we were kind of coming up with ideas for today's episode, we talked about the process that really... A lot of skills people have in any industry can end up being applicable to the home building industry. Everybody wants good people and, mm-hmm. and well, most everybody, right. <laughs> um, but we know that, you know, companies are built, you know, really bottom line is companies are built with great people. Mm-hmm. And um, I've worked with many home builders. I, I live in Florida. I live in West mm-hmm. Florida. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of people sure. here and I've worked actually worked with people who are executives and officers in some of those companies, helping them, you know, get, get their careers straight. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is it's very much like we were just talking about, about pulling yourself out of a bad job situation. If you're sitting there, you own a home building business and you have resumes coming across your desk that, you know, aren't really exciting you very much. You have a lot going on, you know, you're mm-hmm. building things, you're trying to get your draws coming in. Right. Right. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you got your personal life too. So but what happens, I think to a lot of folks is if, if they're not, if they really haven't focused on bringing in quality people and, and have a, a, a real structure to do that, um, they're kind of caught in a quagmire there, just like the, the person who's unhappy in their job. You know, they're unhappy with the kind of people they're attracting. So there's many ways to do that 
um, without, you know, expending money on a program. And I think basically it's about thinking it through. It's about thinking about what you need, be willing to do some training. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, have that all planned out because in the long run, that'll work. In other words, if you take somebody with a really good EQ, you know, emotional mm -hmm. intelligence um, number, and, you know, they, that comes across in an interview. And these people are, you know, they have a, tra a track record of being extraordinarily competent. Other people like to be around them. But, you know, let's say they're, they're an accountant in the, in the, or a cost accountant in another industry, let's say. Well, let's say they want to come to work. They interview coming to work for you. You know, my experience is, and this isn't out of a textbook, this is my experience is, if you take somebody like that and can somehow find a way to give them some specific training, right, in home building, you know, you'll have a wonderful asset there for years to come versus taking somebody that you might feel more comfortable with, with their training, their initial competency, but, you know, they have kind of a mediocre track record and, you know, maybe, you know, they're not the best at working with other people. You're going to have a problem on your hands. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, if you hire that person, because you're really, you're really compromising. So it's not the most comfortable switch in the world. But what I say is like, you know, VC, um, people that, that distribute VC money, you know, a lot of times they scrap the business plan and just look at the people. And they say, can we use these type of people? These, not, I hate to say it, can we use these people in other businesses that we're looking to fund? That's what usually happens, unless you're like a Warren Buffett. Now, Warren Buffett, what he does is he says, you know, I hire 300 hitters um, and I, you know, I distribute capital to businesses and I understand. That's great, but that's an expensive approach. <laughs> sure, sure. So, but I think the bottom line of what I'm trying to say is if you have somebody with those innate abilities and you understand how to interview for that, mm -hmm. uh, and again, you're willing to take some time and bring them up to speed on, on your industry, mm -hmm. uh, these people are fast learners. They understand you know, how to contribute value. You're going to be a lot better off. I, I hope that isn't too general of an answer, but I will tell you that it works and it will solve your problems permanently. No, and I, I think what you're saying makes sense. You know, as I look back and I remember looking to hire a salesperson and we get resumes from all different people and I narrowed it down day to day going again. We weren't a large builder by any stretch of the imagination. We did you know, 25 to 50 homes a year. Um, mm -hmm. So in that size, you know, everybody's doing a little bit of everything and have X amount of resumes. And I knew I wrapped them down to those who had some type of home selling experience yeah, and ruling out others without even talking to them, and and looking yeah. back at that now, I can understand that was probably kind of a, a dumb thing to do because they could open up eyes and think differently than those who may have bad habits from from being in it. Exactly. Great salespeople have you know a couple of things, well, several things in common, but the three big ones to me are three, you know not the three, but three big ones are like, and you can see this looking through a resume or or speaking to someone in an interview. It's like attention to detail. A real ability to listen and be empathetic with a customer or potential customer and understand what their needs are. In other words, focusing on them and bringing to them what they need. And I think, you know, home builders are able to do that um, versus, you know, selling them what you have. 
Mm. And I think if you, if you find people, let's say you're looking for salespeople and, and you find people that are just personable, they're very good listeners. They know how to, you know, communicate with another human being really well. And they know how to kind of understand how to meet people's emotional needs. You know, if they came from, you know, if they came from selling um, health spas, you know, or, or right. you know, if they came from selling, you know, another type of product um, or even a product that goes into one of those houses, you're going to have a lot of success. I've seen a lot of success with people who sell building materials, say, through wholesale distribution, okay. one or two step distribution, you know, go to work for home builders and do really, really well because they kind of understand what goes into the, the structure of that, that, mm -hmm. that home. Yeah, no, that's right. So let's, let's kind of play off that a little bit. You have a client, let's say it's not necessarily in the home building industry right now, but would like to maybe consider getting into the industry. I'm a home builder looking for a salesperson or whatever. And you have a client who maybe did work on the building materials. How do you take um, how, how do you work with the client to basically pull out their strengths and skills so that you can start saying, Hey, this is a good fit, um, you know, in the home building side of things, um, you know, instead of business to business, business to consumer, sure. you know, how, what does that process look like? Well, first and foremost, we don't want to take somebody with, you know, who has no familiarity whatsoever and try to fit them into something because they think that maybe they might like it. Mm. If, if, if I'm like you, the reason we suggested mm. that, that you did what you did, if you, I hope it's okay to bring this up, you know, you knew home building backwards and forwards. Mm. And I think one of the first things we talked about is, is where you, um, where you decided to, um, where you ended up working, you knew that backwards and you knew the industry backwards and forwards. You like, I remember you love technology, right? Mm -hmm. You yep. loved interaction with customers. I knew you were an empathetic guy from just talking to you and, and uh, a guy of integrity. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I thought, you know, that could be a really good fit. You know, mm -hmm. if we present Brad right and he talks to 10 of those software companies, he's going to get some hits. So I just want to reassure you know, maybe the home builders that are listening to this, you know, we're not going to, we, you know, it's, we don't preach, um, you know, just taking somebody who thinks they want to get into the business for no good, for, you know, with no yeah. substance. But what we do is if somebody, you know, if I'm working with somebody and they, they, they don't really like what they're doing um, because of the situation, not so much of the industry. Mm -hmm. And we're looking for answers for them to, to, you know, take a next step in their career that's going to solve a lot of their problems. And home building makes sense because, again, maybe they were selling materials to distribution. Maybe they're mm -hmm. sell, selling, you know, directly to, you know, builders. Um, maybe they were working for, you know, an architectural design firm. Um, you know, commercial and want to go into residential. Right. You know, if it's something close to that, what we do to, to be specific about your question, we go through their background and we pick out, we cherry pick, right? We take all the things that we understand that a home builder would, would feel is, you know, our assets to the industry, all right? Decide what the best fit is as far as a job. And then, so we take all that and we put it together. We call this a value proposition, right? Sure. And then, and then the things that, that are a little bit like one step or two steps away, you know, we don't want to focus on those, but we want to show how those could be an asset. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do. We go back into their um, um, 
job history okay. and to their schooling, um, if it's not too far out, but some of the um, their personal interests, you know, what they do, um, you know, just some of the um, other things that they've been exposed to. And if we if we can put together a good value proposition um, to say be a, a salesperson for a home builder or a marketing person for a home builder, then it's it's really um, it's a lot of fun because it's like doing a puzzle. But it makes a lot of sense when it's presented to the home builder because the way we do it, like if that person just came off the street and said, you know, I used to work for a, or I work for a. a um, you know, a, a roofing company selling to, um, you know, two-step distribution. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, I see you have an opening for a salesperson. Eh, that could be a little bit difficult. Mm -hmm. But if, if, you know, if they find somebody like myself or somebody, you know, to work with, they can really put a value package together mm -hmm. and say, this is what I have to offer. Um, and this is how I can help your company grow you know, this is a whole different thing. It really goes back to the, to the Jack Kennedy thing of, you know, is, what can I do to help your company grow? Not so much. I see you have an opening. Would you consider me? Yeah, true. True. Now you've done this obviously a number of times for a number of different clients. And is there a general timeline of how long that process takes? Is it different for everyone? Or do you pretty much say, eh, Generally, as long the, as they're working, I guess, at it too, right? No, it depends on the person. You know, some people, about 25% of the people I work with are, are between jobs. Mm -hmm. Most of the people I work with are working like you were. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it just depends on the person. And I tell you, I don't work with everybody. I, I don't mean to sound exclusive here, but I don't work with everybody that contacts me because it takes work and, and you, you you have to be able to take direction. Like, you know, we were talking before the, before we went on live here about me, you know, be, me being a little blunt during the process. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. If you're caught up in the quagmire of a job that you don't like, and that's been going on for years, you, a little bluntness, a lot of people thank me for that, mm -hmm. you know, at, at the end, you know, because nobody else has said it to them. Right. So um, it just depends, you know, three months, if you're working mm -hmm. and all the stuff is aligned right and, you know, you can take, you know, you can dedicate some hours every week and you're willing to take direction, we can have you escape your situation and into a new, you know, very confident that you're interviewing or have landed a new job within about 90 days. Now, sometimes it's taken longer than that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, it's gone a lot. It's gone very quickly because some of the, some of the techniques that we have, but it, it really depends on the person. I would say, you know, I, I don't have a magic bullet as far as saying, I have a plan here that, you know, I guarantee you're going to land a new job in 30 days. It's mm -hmm. the timeline is not the biggest focus, the biggest focus, but it's important. And I'm glad you brought it up. The biggest focus is quality. Yeah. What are those things that you're waking up to everything every day now that's affecting everybody in your life? that you want to rid, that you want to get rid of. And what are the positive things like fulfillment, learning new things, leading a, a team of people, building a team, whatever that is. And we take all those things and we want to do the best we can is eliminating the bad stuff and bringing in the new stuff. That's our focus. And uh, if that takes three months, 
that three months is going to look like an awful short period of time in five years, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> and it's funny you bring up the, the point about being blunt with times because I, I distinctly remember, again, the situation I was in, I was all over the place. And, you know, you through the process we went through, you said, well, what kind of things do you like? And I certainly said, hey, I, you know, like working with kids a good bit. I do my summer camp, you know, church camp we do, I, you know, always seems to lighten me up and then think, you know, I always thought about maybe going into teaching type of deal and uh, jumping in there. And I, I remember you saying, basically stopping me um, in some ways, and, and it sounds a little harsher than what it is, but you basically making it real to me and saying, hey, that's fine. You can try to shoot for that. However, might be something you have to step over to given your history. You don't really have anything that says education on there. You don't have yeah. you know, anything on that point too. And I appreciate that because there's too many times that, um, you know, over the years and, and anyone works with people, you know, you hire someone and they think, hey, this is my client. I have to tell them what they want to hear. And I think that was refreshing to me for you to be able to say, hold it. You know, that's, that's a nice yeah, dream, but it's not that. realistic at this point. Yeah, I appreciate it. And that's what we're doing. We're, you know, we're trying to just make what you have to offer mm -hmm. and, putting it together in a way that's never been put together before mm. and, you know, having both you and potential employers realize that and understand that value and improve your situation. Mm. And for the home builder, you know, the, the person we're really speaking to today, that's when I'm working with a candidate, you know, that's what we, that's what we want to bring to your company. You know, most of the time companies don't know somebody's working with me, but um, you know, that that's my goal is to have a resume come across your desk and you say, you know, this makes a lot of sense. I'd like to talk to this person. You know, nothing like a great employee, right? Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> sure. When you speak with uh, some of your clients over time and maybe have to be, for lack of a better term, blunt with them and tell them, hey, this is not going to quite work the way you want it, the way you have in your head right now. I mean, do you ever do they ever get upset with you? Is that an okay? No. Or is that all part of the process? Or you know, how does that kind of work? No, I, I really haven't. I think most of the time, you know, again, I go back to what we were talking about earlier. The, this is people's career. This is a very, very, very important aspect of lives in, in the Western world, right? Mm -hmm. So I think they they feel that from me from the get-go. Mm -hmm. But no, um, and 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 on the other side of that, you know, building on that, normally they're glad to hear that somebody's saying something that makes sense. You know, somebody might come to me and say, you know, I'm, um, I'm, uh, I'm in this position, but, you know, I've always dreamt of doing this. Well, then you should go see somebody else besides me if that's what you're, you know, take some testing or, mm -hmm. or you know, find out what you want to do, you know, um, for the rest of your career. That's not what we're about. What we're about is 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 say you have you already have kind of a gold mine here, all mm -hmm. right. Not only that, you probably have a gold mine of contacts as well that are willing to help you if you present yourself right and mm -hmm. your situation right. And we just want to take that and bring that to light. You know, dust it off, polish it up, put it together, and say, hey, you've had this all along. <laughs> you know, right, right. Um, but no, I've never had anybody. Um, be upset now you know i don't not everybody i talk to decides to work with me so maybe you know maybe they they were they just didn't say you know, anything yeah <laughs> you know i would rather be blunt and, sure. and tell 
what is my truth based on my experience and mm-hmm. then, then not be. No. And, yeah. and personally, I know that that was a big benefit to me and I appreciate that. Strangely enough though, in my day job there uh, with the, the enterprise software I work with on the home building side, I actually do teach our free weekly web class. So I am actually teaching part of what I want to do and using my experience from the home building Thank side you. to do that. And that's also, kind of as I did uh, launch this podcast on the side as sort of my labor of love. It, it gives me a chance to, um, you know, share from the good and the bad and those types of things too as we yeah. move forward. So. It's, it's amazing how that, ha- you know, it's very serendipitous. Once, once, um, and I think this is true with many aspects of life, but in the career side, once you decide, once somebody decides to really take action, right, mm-hmm. And, and really clear, you know, get clear on everything, get clear on what they love, where their experience has been, where their accomplishments have been, what's, you know, what's unique about them. And everybody has things that are unique about them. If they're willing, if you're willing to get clear on those things, I kind of know the outcome that we can accomplish together, but more times than not, yeah, I hear things like this, you know, it's like the kind of the, the universe, the universe sort of aligns for you, you know, the planets line up for you and things happen where before, you know, you're kind of blocked off from a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's just, yeah, whatever the situation is, it's too dark to be able to see that and, or you, yeah. you forget, you forget all those skills. So now if you have, let's say a client that wants to get into, and again, we'll keep this specific to the home building industry from another yeah. industry. They're still employed, which you said you have, you know, that happens often for you. How do you kind of help that individual to, number one, get their name out there or get the idea that they want to look for something, keeping them kind of under the radar and, you know, me again, home builder hat on, get Mm -hmm. a resume from someone who is currently employed somewhere else. I guess, how do you do that? And and once they decide that they're going to do something, how how do they sort of launch a job search? Right. Without jeopardizing maybe where they're at right now, knowing that they need that job. Yeah, I hear you. That's very easy to do, but it takes common sense, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And we can even slant a LinkedIn profile and still be under the radar. The the fact of the matter is, you know, let's cover ethics first. Like you and I Mm -hmm. talked about in the beginning, you know, you never want to jeopardize your current employer's time or or resources or anything like that, you know, channeled into your new job search, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, However, what you, what you do is, um, you know, you, there's plenty of resources for resumes out there. You know, I'm a certified resume writer. I think Mm -hmm. a resume is an extremely important document. Mm -hmm. It's proven to have more effect on, on an individual's income than any other document besides an advanced degree. Hmm. So it's very, very important. But what you can do is, you know, just make sure that the people that you talk to, if you're going to, you know, hire a resume writer and have somebody help you with your LinkedIn profile, uh, that's understood that that should be confidential. So that's Hmm. very easy to do. I mean, that's no Hmm. problem at all. As far as job search, okay, Hmm. you you know, you certainly don't want to be posting your resume on, you know, (laughs) <laughs> it might draw you know, some red flags. Yeah, you don't want to post it on Indeed or you know uh-huh. something like that. Um, but again, LinkedIn is very good because LinkedIn should, well, I know they try to focus on what we call passive candidates. If you have a powerful profile mm-hmm. and you're looking to switch jobs, you don't have to do anything but have the powerful profile. Mm. And because and that's where a lot of people go, companies go 
first place they go to find good people. Mm-hmm. And if they find somebody with a powerful profile that isn't broadcasting, you know, I'm looking for a new position. You're going to hear your knocks on your door. There's no mm-hmm. question about that. If it's done right, you know, mm-hmm. what's great about LinkedIn is, is that's a, uh, a global distribution platform for your value proposition. You know, mm-hmm. people will see your profile. They will never have a chance to see your resume. Right. Mm-hmm. So resume is good for sharing with other people confidentially. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, and, and it would take a whole nother probably three broadcasts to go through this, but <laughs> I, we don't believe in using job boards. You know, I don't believe in using job boards. I don't mm-hmm. believe in applying through for jobs through job boards. And I certainly don't believe in posting resumes on job boards. Now that's my personal opinion because we have a proprietary system that works really, really well. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the stories all the time, right? You know, I, I took the risk and I, I, um, I applied for a job and, uh, or several jobs and, uh, you know, I, I haven't even heard anything back. You know, you mm-hmm. hear that a lot from people, right? right. So there, there's a procedure to go through that's several steps long that you can avoid, you know, all the risk that, that you could ever think of and, and get to the right people, um, you know, with your resume and with your uh, LinkedIn profile. But a resume is proactive. A resume is for you to distribute. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn profile. Everybody has a, most everybody has a LinkedIn profile. People who are happily employed, you know, probably have one, but you know, they don't go on LinkedIn much. You know, LinkedIn is mm-hmm. still known mainly for job search, job search stuff. So mm-hmm. I think the bottom line answer to your question is very easy to conduct a job search mm-hmm. without raising eyebrows. It's, it's basically um, common sense. The key is, is to go about it with a plan and clarity, because that way, you know, it, it, it's rarely going to be a two week deal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but you don't want to be focusing on a job search for six months while you're working for somebody else. Right. 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 So what you want to do is have that thing planned out, understand where you want to go, get, you know, your marketing in line the right way and understand how to use that resume you know, before you even start and that way, you know, you can, you can do that and not compromise your employer's resources. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. Yes, definitely. Because I was going to ask you if resumes were enough, but you've already answered that question for me. So from the home builder side, you're looking to hire, how have things like that, you know, the apply now on LinkedIn or some of those AI job boards that you talked about, how's that changed for the hiring side of things? I mean, do uh, does it really, and not to get into the the details? I of, I, yeah, I think I know what you're asking. The uh, the uh, no, it's worked very much the way the rest of the internet has worked. A lot of information, mm-hmm. um, but not much progress toward it doing mm-hmm. any good. In other words, so it's very easy. Like a, a home builder could probably post an ad for a salesperson or, or whomever, mm-hmm. you know, on, on, um, on Indeed or something like that or online somewhere and get responses. You know, mm-hmm. the problem is to take, you're going to get a lot of responses because there's a lot of people online. Even if you know expertly how to write an ad the right way, you're going to get a bunch of resumes that are just not a fit. You know, mm-hmm. people think that they send out resumes and if they send out 700, they're going to get a hit. You know, mm-hmm. so I think what online has done has made the process actually harder 
to attract the right people. What is made easier is to kind of find out about people, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, you know, if somebody's, I, I think, you know what I mean? And let's, sure. let's not fool anybody. You know, if you're working for a quality company and you're applying there, somebody's going to look around the internet. And oh yeah. Facebook yeah. Profile and stuff like that. So I don't want to get into whether that's right or wrong, but it's available sure. and, um, and people do it. So on that side, they're able to, an employer is able to see things um, that in the past they never would have been able to see. But as far as, you know, putting an ad out there and attracting people to your company for a specific job, I, I don't think the quality, the end higher quality has improved. I think what it's done more than anything is simply add the amount of resumes to the product. And um, those are no, not necessarily targeted resumes. That's why when somebody works with me, I have a, a kind of a long 60 day uh, job search for professionals plan mm-hmm. that I have. And we don't send out a resume unless we have a, 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 a personal phone call conversation with somebody at the company mm-hmm. who is a decision maker who wants to see the resume. Sure. Now that takes planning and work. But once you send out that resume, that's a great send, right? That will work for you. I'd rather do one of those a day than send out literally 200 resumes on job ads. Fair Make enough. sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, do, have you found, or if, if you had to think right now of maybe some industry, maybe this isn't a fair question, but that's all right. I ask them anyway. But if, you know, there's some in- industries, are there any out there that could potentially translate pretty well into home building pretty easily. Can you think of any, you know, off the top of the head, um, you, banking, or I know you talked a little bit about that kind of business to business uh, on the construction side, but uh, it's still kind of within the same industry. So if we were looking across industries. I, I can better answer that. I know you used automobile um, sales in your, in your notes to me before um, mm-hmm. when we were preparing for this, you know, automobile sales is a whole different ball game. You know, that's basically retail sales. Mm-hmm. Okay on you know on your turf for a product that only has a certain amount of time right to live mm-hmm. right? a certain mm-hmm. amount of life cycle. Yep. Yep. I think when you're selling a home and and I am not an expert at this, but I, I do know people that are like real estate agents and I can see a huge difference in how realtors approach their job versus when they did 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you're working on site for a home builder, you know, selling through the models and everything like that, that's a whole different approach mm-hmm. because you're talking about something that's, that's going to be their home and they have needs that they want dealt with, that they want, you know, that they want and problems and needs that they want addressed. So what I would say is it's not so much the industry, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's the skills within an industry. Let me, and let me give you an example, like cost accounting. Mm-hmm. And accounting, every business needs an accountant, right? Right, sure. I think what you would do is you would you would look at a, at a, at, a, at the type of industry where you know you have a lot of pieces and parts involved, and you're you know you're building a certain thing. Mm-hmm. So you know whatever that like menu you know from manufacturing would probably be a good fit. Sure. Um, as far as sales, again, long sales cycle, um, complicated product, right? and very personal. So think of an industry that has that. So I think it starts with the kind of product it is, and then you can work backward 
into the type of industries that offer that kind of a product. Great. So yeah, you're looking at the skill. So let's let's kind of bring this around full circle then too. And again, home builder hat on. I'm looking at candidates. I've decided, hey, I don't necessarily need to narrow it down to just folks who've been in the home building industry so far, as I had done some many times in the past. Uh-huh. Um, if you could choose, let's say, three things maybe that um, you know, or, or skills that home builders should look for when they're considering candidates that may not have been in the home building industry before, can you come up with three? Sure. Um, and what I what I would just like to add to that is. Again, we, we, we not in the practice of bringing people who have no exposure to home building. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we would do in that situation is um, if somebody came to me and said, you know, I, I want to, um, you know, I know somebody um, that, that's doing really well um, selling for a home builder, right? Mm-hmm. I would want to go into their background and see if they have ancillary experience with products or you know, industries or companies that align up with a home builder. So that being said, in other words, I don't want to bring a concert conductor right, oh, yeah. Yeah. to a home builder to be a salesperson. That, yep. So yep. that being understood, yeah, there's a couple things. And I, and I think EQ is a big one. You know, mm-hmm. people that are emotionally mature, that can work with other people, mm-hmm. that other people want to work with. They want to show up at work and see them every day. And they can be, you know, dependent on, I just think, you know, a mature, steady human being mm. with, with, a, with, a, with a steady track record is, is really a good place to start. As far as home building goes, and that's almost for everyone, as far as home building goes, and I, I guess there's so many different jobs, but let's bring it, let's like look at salespeople for a second, mm-hmm. okay? What I would want is somewhere with attention to detail and, you know, mistakes are kept at a minimum. Mm-hmm. No, I would like somebody who really knows how to listen and displays empathy. And that's a, that's something that's very easily picked off in an interview, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm sure I've conducted interviews where I didn't do any talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not about it. Yeah. So attention to detail, um, minimum, minimum, um, you know, chargeback, minimum mistakes in an industry that's, that's conducive to that. Mm-hmm. Um, or they've been in an industry listening, very good listening, very good empathy. And um, here's, here's one that, that, that is really, really works extraordinarily well is differentiators. In other words, if you've been a home builder for a while, you know, you've gone, you know, you, you've looked at a lot of different employees and at different types of employees working for you. So let's take salespeople. You probably, you may never have written it down, but in your mind, you kind of know about things that have differentiated your best people, right? Sure, From sure, the sure. people that just are kind of average or maybe didn't make it, but, you know, average sort of contenders to kind of meet their quota and do what they need to do. But, you know, they're, they're not, you know, they're not lighting the world on fire. Now, I'm not saying that you want everybody to light the world on fire, but sometimes it's as simple as maybe sitting down and just thinking through, you know, Let's take take the top five salespeople we've ever had. What was it about them that really made them special? And it may be five different things, you know, hmm. but usually it goes back to listening, empathy, detail, and the you know work work well with others. You know, that's what it usually goes to. If they have those things, 
-hmm. and they have some, you know, some special things about them, which we all have. They're just different in, in many of us. They have those things and some experiences, some aptitude towards selling homes mm -hmm. uh, or towards selling a product that's very similar to a residential home. You're probably going to have yourself a winner. Fair enough. Well, John, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to join me today. I think we've got a lot of tips. Folks, if you're out there looking for individuals, certainly uh, keep folks both inside and outside the industry in mind. If you find that you're in a position where maybe you're looking to make a change, whether it's in the industry or not, I highly recommend you take a look at John Sattler. Again, personal experience, you can reach out to me. I'm happy to talk about my experience uh, in detail with you too. John, thanks so much. Hope you have a wonderful day and, and uh, come back and see me again. My pleasure. Thank you very much for the opportunity. So as it turns out, this was a really unique kind of interview. John and I looked at both ends of the job search process, from those looking to jump into a new role to those looking to hire someone into a home building industry. Whichever side of the job search process you fall, I really hope you had some good takeaways from this episode. John was instrumental to me personally, and I truly, truly value his advice and direction. Many thanks to John Sattler for sharing his knowledge this week. And thanks so much for listening to the Sticks and Bricks podcast. I'm Brad Hubbard. Until next time, keep building a business that's as strong as your homes.